We are approaching Ash Wednesday and uh, the start of the season of Lent. And so that's what I'd like to share with you this morning. If you would, please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of year. We, we thank you for the season you're leading us into, this, this divine time. We thank you for your holy word. And Father, may I speak only words that you would have me share. Thank you for your word. Bind us this morning to your word and to our Messiah. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, what I found interesting, uh, just a bit of history, Lent used to be the name of the season that's between winter and summer. And when the name of that season was changed to spring, the church kept the name Lent as a time for observance. Lent is, I was talking with someone the other day, and uh, they asked what I was going to be sharing. And I said something about, about Lent and the 40 days. And they said, 40 days of what? I said, well, 40 days of Lent. Okay, but 40 days of, of what? So, so Lent is a season of soul searching, of reflection and taking stock. It's a season of prayer, of doing good deeds, mortifying or, or crucifying the flesh. Almsgiving, which is just another word for, for helping those who are less fortunate. It's a time to deny the ego. And uh, most of all, uh, Lent is a time of repentance, a time of turning. In Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, we read where Moses said, Return to the Lord your God, you and your children, and obey his voice in all that I command you today with all your heart and with all your soul. Repent and return. Repentance is twofold. We, there's not just a, there shouldn't be just a, a turning from sin, but a turning from sin and also a turning towards God. In turning towards God, one is making a decision to dedicate their soul, their entire soul, to serving Him. Lent being a season of repentance, there's, there are two types of repentance. The first is motivated by fear. We have sinned and we don't want to be judged by God. We, we are afraid of, of, of punishment from God. And the second type of repentance is motivated by love. We love God. We are in awe of Him. We, we desire to please Him and to rid our, our lives of sin just so we can please God. And this type of repentance gives power to transform our negative actions to redemption. You desire to please God and that His will would be your will. So where do the 40 days fit into this time of repentance and turning? Well, Lent is traditionally described as lasting 40 days. Jesus going into the desert after being baptized to pray and to fast for 40 days is symbolic. There is a, a connection between his 40 days when he was tested and Israel's 40 years when they were tested. The number 40 signifies a couple of things. First, it signifies a period of judgment. When the Israelites 
were sent out of Egypt into the desert. The scriptures say that this is a period of defined judgment or, or testing of their faithfulness. As I read earlier this morning in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2, we read, Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble you, to test you, in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. What I find interesting is, is when Jesus is in the desert and he is being tempted by the devil, Jesus quotes this very next verse that we find in Deuteronomy, which is Deuteronomy 8.3. God humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus is quoting the exact same scripture that is connected to Israel's 40 years in the desert. Now this scripture in Deuteronomy has come at the end of their 40, 40 years. And so what this shows is, is as this shows us that Jesus' 40 days accomplishes the same end as the Israelites' 40 years, which was to be tested, tempted. And of course, Jesus overcame. But aside from this, we also find the number 40 in various other scriptures. In fact, it's said that the number 40 appears like 146 times in the Bible. I haven't counted it, but I'm not going to doubt. But uh, we find the number 40 when God judges the earth with Noah's flood, and it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses, like Jesus, fasts on Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights as he receives the Torah, the word of God, which would be the standard for righteous judgment. Jonah gave the people of Nineveh a 40-day warning, saying essentially, you are going to be judged in 40 days. And this allowed the people of Nineveh to repent and turn from their evil ways. So we can see that by these scriptures that there's a connection between 40 and judgment. Entering the season of Lent with the idea of having 40 days leading up to the resurrection morning, we can see that 40 days, there's a significance, there's an importance to them. As I mentioned before, Lent is also a time that, that we give up something, crucifying the flesh, fasting from it for 40 days. The idea of sacrificing the flesh for 40 days, of course, in doing that, we are connecting with Christ and, and his fast. The, the purpose is, is to draw us closer to the holiness and presence of God. To acknowledge that all of our provision and our dependence is upon God. And it, it also helps us to eliminate sin, idol worship, bondage to things, and, and to even restrict our ego. The ego is a, is a strong perpetuator of sin. Our ego and our pride causes a lot of problems in our everyday life. And most of the time when we find sin in our life, if we would really study it and look at it, we would find that at the root of it 
is either ego or fear. So this is a time that we restrict that ego. We acknowledge that we've been led by our ego and we are determined not to be anymore, but rather we desire to be led by God, by God's word, by his desire, by Holy Spirit. We break free from things during a time of fasting. And, and there are various forms of fasting, just as, as Anita had shared. Uh, for some, it could be a meal each day, or instead of staring at the TV from the time you get home till you go to bed, maybe turning that off for a while. Um, maybe, maybe shortening the time each day of playing video games. Uh, we break free of these things and spend that time instead doing good things, helping others, uh, spending that time in, in prayer or reading God's word. For some, it could be giving up coffee, uh, giving up soda, breaking free from the addiction of caffeine. You know, the, the body is, is an amazing piece of work of God. I remember when I had to give up caffeine, uh, I went through a number of days with severe head pain. And uh, I, I wondered if it was ever going to end. And I was thinking, maybe just a little bit of caffeine. But we, we break free from these things. Uh, you know, the, the purpose of, of, of breaking free from them, that we have become attached to these things, or maybe they have attached themselves to us. They become a part of us. They, they in some instances, even guide our day. The flesh cries out, I, I need my caffeine, or... I'm doing this right now, but, but you know, I've, I've got to get going because there's a sporting event coming on TV and I've got to get home and watch that or I've got to get my daily dose of fill in the blank. It's a time that perhaps someone would say, I have this habit that I know that it's not right. I've had it for years and years, maybe even as long as, as they can remember. And maybe they think to themselves, I, I really, really want to break this habit. I really want to get past this. And I've tried several times, but it's got the best of me. Well, this is a time of breaking free. This is a divine appointment, a, di a divine time that is set by God for us to be set free from these things. Just like the Israelites were set free. It took them only one night to physically leave Egypt. But how many years did it take them to try and get Egypt out of them? And to be honest, we're still wrestling with things that they brought out of Egypt. Which shows us that we all have our own personal Egypt that we need to be set free from. Slavery to sin is just like the Israelite slavery in Egypt, only becomes harder with time. And true freedom comes only by following Christ out of our bondage to sin. Just as Moses was their Messiah leading them out, Christ is our Messiah leading us out from our bondage of sin. And this is the time to lay those things down those things that hinder us in our relationship and our walk with Christ and in our, in our relationship with Father God, 
those things that bind us, that entrap us, that ensnare us, that enslave us. It's a time to be set free. And this is where the second meaning of that number 40 comes into play. Because the number 40 also represents change and renewal, transition and transformation. That's, that's at the heart of this. There is judgment, but what comes after judgment? Some will say, well, after judgment comes death. No, there is no death because Christ took on our sins. He defeated death at the cross. So after, after judgment, there is renewal because our God is a God of mercy. He's a God of love and caring. He has made a way of salvation and of being set free through his son, Jesus. It's a time of renewal, a new beginning. Moses prayed on Sinai for 40 days for God's people. And that brought about a rebirth of the Israelites with a new heart and a new spirit, according to Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 25. And we find that same perspective of rebirth and renewal in the resurrection of our Messiah. It's no coincidence that after his resurrection, he walked the earth for 40 days before he ascended, showing us that it's a period of renewal, of rebirth, a new start, a new beginning. Return. Repent. Through the season of Lent, let us turn from sin and turn to the Lord our God and experience renewal. Would you please pray with me? Heavenly Father, King of the universe, we thank you for this time that you have brought us to. A time for us to focus on you. To turn from anything that may be hindering our walk and our relationship with you. This time of repentance. Just as you were with your people Israel those 40 years of their journey through the wilderness. Lord, be with us on our journey through the wilderness of this world. Lead us and guide us. We thank you for forgiveness because you are a righteous judge and we have sinned. But we make this declaration. We decide to turn away from those things and we turn to you and declare you, Lord, our God and our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.